Welcome to San Francisco Ballet's Meet the Artist podcast. In this episode, you'll hear Jennifer Kovakovich interviewing principal dancers Anna Sophia Scheller and Angelo Greco. This interview was recorded on Sunday, January 28th, before a performance of Helgi Thomason's The Sleeping Beauty. Hope you enjoy. Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to today's Meet the Artist interview. I'm your host today. My name is Jennifer Kovakovich, and today we have a special treat. We're meeting two artists. We have with us principal dancers Anna Sophia Scheller and Angelo Greco. These two dance the roles of Aurora and Prince Desiree in Helgi Thomason's The Sleeping Beauty. Unfortunately, you won't be seeing them today because they would have to be backstage getting ready, but we're so thrilled to have them here. So Ana Sofia was born in Argentina and danced with the New York City Ballet as a principal dancer before joining San Francisco Ballet this past July. And this is her first season with the company. And Angelo was born in Italy, danced with the uh, La Scala Theater Ballet before joining San Francisco Ballet last year as a soloist, and in less than a year was promoted to principal dancer. Um, Angelo also won the award for Best Male Dancer at the International Competition for the Eric Brun Prize in Toronto, Canada in November of 2016. <laughs> So to start with, I'd just like to hear maybe from, in your own words about your uh, training and background and how you came to be at San Francisco Ballet. Okay, good afternoon. Well, I started kind of late. I was 14 when I started professional academy. And I think I'm really glad that I found a really good teacher that I'm really thanks to. His name is Elias, and he teach me how to think. Dance is not just technique, it's not movement. It's all together, it's be person before to start dance. You need to learn how to think. You need to learn to be yourself. This is what it, what it, it was trying to teach me. I could not really understand at that age, I was really a kid, I think, but it teach me something that I cannot forget about, that I will bring with me in my entire life. It brings me in a lot of comp competition that, thanks to that, I won a lot of scholarship for go to Royal Ballet, ABT, Joffrey Ballet, Bolshoi, Opera of Paris, so that was a good training, I think. But every time that I had those papers in my hands saying, uh, we are welcome to um, enjoy us for the new year. And every time I was putting away this paper, and my mother was like, what are you doing? You need to take a choice. You need to go. You need to have experience. And my answer to her was like, no. I mean, I had this because thanks to my teacher that teach me how to dance, how to think. I don't want to leave him. It's like you're reading a book, and in the middle of the book, you choose just to put it away. But you keep thinking, what's going to happen after? But you don't know because you didn't read until the end. Then I didn't leave him. I was like, I'm not going to leave him now. I was 15, 16. 
And after three years with him, at some point he came to me and was like, okay, Angelo, you need to go. You need to ch- choose. You need to take your choice and leave me, please. I had enough of you. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to take my choice. And first moment I think, okay, I'm going to go to the Bolshoi. You know, it's Russia, Bolshoi, and blah, blah. And during the summer, my mother called them, called the director in Bolshoi to, you know, organize my bedroom, blah, blah. And in that moment I thought, no, I don't want to go there. I don't think I can live there. I had a big scare, you know, the scare to leave my country. I didn't know if I could leave my country. Then I looked at my mother and was like, close the phone, like, hang it up. I don't want to go there. And she's like, are you crazy, Angelo? I mean, you never have the right idea. You never take a choice. You need to take a choice. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take my choice. Call La Scala and tell them I'm going to enjoy them. And she's like, it's too late. It's summer. I was like, call them, try. And then I entered La Scala. I did two years there. I went to dance in Kremlin in Moscow, Opera of Paris. I danced in La Scala. And after two years, I was like, okay, I'm going to stay in La Scala. That's my country. I'm going to stay here. And the first months and that I enjoyed in my, my company, I had the Russian director that now is directing the Bolshoi. And he gave me a lot of opportunity. I danced Don Quixote from Nuriev version, from Julieta, from Milan, you know, really good full lens. And at some point I was like, okay, I think I, I'm, I'm 19, 20, and I, I need to, I want to do something more. I need to find that scared, you know, scared is not a bad thing. Scared make you grow. It's like a stairs. You have a scare in front of you, you just, just need to fight that. That was my teacher coach, coach me, you know, like, just, it's good to fail, you know, it's not bad. And I was like, okay, let's see what I want to do. And one night, I stay awake and I was thinking about it. I was like, I need to go in a place that I'm really scared about. <laughs> that was really easy. America for me is a place that I'm really afraid about, you know? I was like, okay, let's go. And when I said, let's go, I thought about my parents. And I was like, oh, my God, if I'm going to tell them that I want to fire myself from La Scala, they're going to kill me. So I didn't say anything. I thought about how can I do that? And in the end, I, ch- I, I, made, a, I made a choice. I took 10 days off. I took the plane. I came here. <laughs> I took the audition. And after th- three days, I came back to Italy with, like, country in my hands. And, yeah, at that moment, I was like, okay, hey, I have just to say to my director, you know, I'm just going to leave this company if you don't give me one year off. And, of course, they didn't give me one year off. And they didn't believe me, but... I fired myself, and I went to America. And I'm really glad to be here, you know? It's a great place. (laughs) That was a short background that I had, you know? (laughs) Hi. Um, So I started ballet at, um, I think I was six years old. My mom mom actually put me in ballet... um, just because um, after school she would see me like I was bored. And my, my other brother, my older brother, was doing soccer after school. So she put me in ballet. And um, I was actually very lucky that every year, at the end of the year, um, the mother of Julio Boca, who was, he was a, 
a ballet star in Argentina and in the world. Um, actually came every year, his mother, um, to give us like a score of how we danced and everything. Um, and um, I think after three years, she uh, told my mom that, you know, she has very good conditions to dance and do this professionally. And, and so my mom asked me and I was like, if I, my mom asked me if I wanted to do it professionally and, and that was around, I was probably like nine. <laughs> I didn't know what I was saying, but I actually liked it. Like, um, I remember in, in these classes, actually, for ballet, you have to have a lot of discipline, you know. Um, you can't be, like, in a break and, like, playing with your friends or something. Like, you have to be paying attention. And um, I remember most of my friends were always, like, grounded on the floor <laughs> or stuff like that. But I actually enjoyed, and I was like, you know, I really like this. Um, so, I don't know, at nine, my mom asked me if I wanted to do it professionally, and uh, I said yes. And um, we were actually really lucky, because my mom didn't know anything about ballet. Um, so, she found a, a ballet school that was uh, close to where we lived, and uh, we were lucky we landed in a good school with good teachers um, that they prepared me to enter to the, ma the, the main ballet school in Argentina, which is the Teatro Colón. Um, and um, so I did there three years. So uh, at 13, um, since my, my ballet teachers knew what what was there and what wasn't there anymore you know like um there's not many or i don't feel like there's much opportunities there for as a professional um career um so you know they told my parents uh, like you know you should try probably to, to go to the u.s and you know they knew about the school of american ballet which is the the school of new york city ballet um and uh, so since my sister, I was lucky also, my sister already also lived in New York. Um, we were like, let's go to New York. And um, I was 13 and I auditioned for the School of American Ballet and um, we didn't know any, my mom didn't, I mean, she knew English, but I don't think they even understood anything. When we went there, um, they, they thought actually I was auditioning for the summer course. And I was, we were leaving after the audition, and this teacher, she's like, um, it was Suki Shore, actually. Um, she, she asked my mom, is she auditioning for the summer course or for the year? And we were like, actually, for the year. She, she's like, oh, oh, um, this audition was for the summer course. So if she never asked, probably would have been, like, lost. I don't know. Um, so since the... I was auditioning in the middle of the year, really, because the year in Argentina goes in, in December, November. So I, that's the time I went to New York. Um, so in that time of December, auditions are for the summer course. They're not really for the year because the year already started. So I actually started right away when I um, got into School of American Ballet. And... Um, I did uh, four, three, three and a half years at School of American Ballet. Um, and then I joined um, 
ABT Studio Company uh, for a year. And then I joined New York City Ballet, which I've been there for 13 years before I joined San Francisco Ballet. Um, I think um, one of uh, the, th the reasons I wanted to change also, um, well, in, in New York City Ballet, what mostly you dance is um, Balanchine, uh, Robbins, um, and other choreographers' um, ballets, but mostly Balanchine and Robbins. Um, I think as a dancer, I I, I wanted some something else um, and more, um, more opportunity to dance other things. Um, sometimes we get bored if we just do the same thing all the time. Also. Um, so even if each performance is different and you experience a different thing, you just you still want more. Um, and I think um, I I'm in the right place. I, I love it here. I love the city. Um, I love the company. The dancers are amazing. I think they're amazing. Um, the company is great. This theater is beautiful. Um, I love. I love actually older theater, so this is beautiful. Um, and the stage, it's amazing. <laughs> it's big, the floors are really nice. Um, I don't know, and I feel like we have a really big repertoire here. Um, we do a lot of full-length ballets, as you're gonna see today, um, Sleeping Beauty, and um, Robbins. Uh, all, all these like choreographers that we get to um, work with, um, and I think it's why well, I, I love it. <laughs> I'm really happy I'm here. This is my first year in with the company, and I I love it here. <laughs> so Anna, coming here, you came at such an interesting time because as soon as the dancers came back from their break in July, we started working on our Unbound Festival of New Works, which will be coming up this spring. And so all of a sudden you're thrown into this new company and everyone is learning all new uh, material that's being created on you. Can you talk about that experience? And then, of course, you know, fast forward to January, and you're coming right out the gate in just the purest classical <laughs> ballet. So talk to us about that. Um, so, yeah, the, it, has been, it has been a hard year. Um, we had, uh, like, 12 new choreographers, and uh, we were kind of divided into, like, kind of three groups of dancers, so each group had like about three different choreographers. Um, so we worked with each choreographer about three weeks. No? Yeah. Like three weeks with each choreographer. Um, so what's really hard about working with new choreography and everything is like every day you have to repeat and repeat. And maybe sometimes they change something. Uh, and you have to remember the next day, you know, because... Also, um, the choreographer wants to see what he's creating. So um, it was hard in the body as well. Repeat and repeat and do. And then also in the mind, in the head, um, you know, when you learn a, a classical ballet, that's it. That's the step and that's what you do. So you remember. And 
But when you're they're choreographing something new, it's hard here and in the body. Um, and so we had we kind of had to be smart, you know, how we took every day because also usually our our day we can have about six hours of uh, rehearsal. Uh, that's as much as we can have of rehearsal. But um, these days we really everybody was rehearsing six hours, so it's uh, it was uh, hard. Um, but um, I think it's going to be a great season um, with all these like new works, uh, and people are I think going to enjoy it because we've never seen it, so it's going to be new. Um, and um, what else can I say? You want to talk? Well, talk to us about the role of Aurora um, since oh, our wait, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so. In between that, uh, well, we actually worked with the three choreographers one after the other. So uh, it's not like we had to rehearse like a classical ballet in between. So right after we finished uh, rehearsing with the, th uh, with the choreographers, we started rehearsing like Sleeping Beauty and then for the gala. Um, so I think it was in a way spread out well, <laughs> so we can actually take it. Um, and then so, yeah, so from moving differently, I would say, so with the new works, uh, they're more neoclassical, most of it. Uh, so we're moving our whole body into going to Sleeping Beauty that we have to be more royal, more, you know, elegant and, you know, more, I would not stiff, I wouldn't say that word, but like, is you're not moving your whole body. Um, it, it took time, you know, uh, but we had a, um, great teachers that were rehearsing us and, um, it's just everyday rehearsal, but we, for Sleeping Beauty, we, we really did rehearse, um, a lot. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so I'd like to ask maybe Angelo, could you talk to us about um, the kind of what that means that it's such a classical ballet, especially I think your background is, is more classical. Um, and then also I want to revisit some of the, what you were talking about earlier. It, these, the technical challenges of the roles are really important, but it would be very academic if you didn't bring the humanity and the meaning behind um, all of those steps. So could you expand on that a little for us? So, well, as you can see, I love classical ballet, <laughs> definitely. Um, Sleeping Beauty is one of those, and, you know, it's right. Classical ballet is really square. That's the movement. That's all you have to do. It's technique. It's poor technique. But it's true. You're going on stage with a, ba a classical ballet, you can't just do the mov movement, like do the technique without any um, special thing that is inside of you. You know, it's also about the story. You need to work on the role that you're, you're doing. Okay, I'm Desiree. I need to really believe that I'm Desiree. I need to feel the music. I need to see her and be in love, you know, 
It's bring your life on stage. It's you on stage. There is no one else. It's just you. It's difficult. It's maybe someone think, oh, it's easy. You know, you watch it like, wow, it looks so easy. Yeah, well, it's not. (laughs) It's not. There is a lot of work, like everything, like everything we do in, in the life. It's just come from the work, from hard work, 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 work. And in the end, when I'm in the backstage, before to go on stage, I'm so nervous. I'm really nervous. But once the music starts and once I put my foot on the stage, the only thing that I can think about is feel the music and enjoy all the work that I did. Is that that is like let it out everything you know it's it's for for me yeah it's the feeling that you're you're pulling out all the energy that you had and hopefully the audience will like it will receive something you know that's our job it's like reading a book for you I think but we are speaking with the body we're not speaking we are just speaking with the movement with the face with the eyes with the brief. And I have to say it's a really wonderful feeling that we feel on stage. It's really feeling also when we're partnering together. We are rehearsing so much to try to feel comfortable with each other. And once we're on stage, everything can happen. You, you never know. It's not like a computer. We are not machine. We are human, human being. Then... Once you are on stage and you start to partner, I start to partner her. It's not just partnering her. It's like being one person. Like, yeah, we're two, but it's try to feel that it's just one body. You know, like feel each other and try to bring this in you. Like, try to tell you the story about and this is Sleeping Beauty I think is a wonderful ballad it's not easy to do but it's a wonderful lovely lovely story that um, it comes from I don't know from nothing you enter in the second act and you're a prince you enter and you're like um, okay I say hi to every single one there is musician there is drink and it's a party and at some point I just leave and I'm alone and I, I start to think. It's like in the real life, you think, you think every time that you're alone. We start to think when, when we are alone. It's the moment that we are questioning ourselves, what we, what we want to do, what, who we are. And in that moment, somehow something can happen. She passed by me and I'm like, wow, wait, I, felt, I, I feel something different. I feel something new for me. And it's like, you, you can't breathe. You can't say anything. I just look at her. I'm like, what I can say? What I can do? I, I don't even know what I feel. That's the, it's, the old be, it's the beginning of the story that starts to be interesting about, you know, like, I'm like, I'm in love. Like, I don't even know that I'm in love, I think, but I'm in love. And in the end of the story, when we start to dance together, that is the moment that you realize that all, all you did, it was to arrive in that moment, being together, 
feel happy together and be in love together, you know? That's all about this story. What do you think, Anna? <laughs> it's all about telling the story, after all. After all. <laughs> well, if you uh, joined us late, I am speaking today with uh, Angelo Greco and Anna Sophia Scheller. So, Anna, tell us more about Aurora and, I mean, what her journey is through this ballet, because... Um, you know, we meet her on her birthday, her 16th birthday. She's young. She's meeting these princes. And then she goes to sleep, and we see a vision of her, and then her wedding day. And what – so to her, she fell asleep. She missed the 100 years in between. So it's a very quick journey. So talk to us about your interpretation, um, how, what you try to convey in each of the acts. Um, uh, first act. Um, so, yes, I'm very young. I'm, like, 16. Um, and my, my, what, what I think of when I come out on stage, when I come out my first entrance, is, like, I can't, I come in, I'm, like, I almost think, like, I, f I feel less than 16. I think of, um, like, very young, like, 10 years old almost. Like, oh, happy, with all this energy. And... Um, and and then, well, I, I come in, I dance, and then my father is like, oh, um, these are all these guys. <laughs> I think of like, like, oh, he's like telling me, you got to choose one of them or something like that. And um, so I dance all these with these guys, and it's one of the hardest things you do in the whole ballet, which is at the beginning of the ballet. Um, so in this first act, um, I end up um, falling asleep, actually. Um, all thanks to the fairy, though. That my Lila fairy, because actually the bad fairy, he, she says that she'll die once she pokes her finger. But my Lila fairy says, no, she won't, she won't die, but she will fall asleep. Um, so you'll see at uh, uh, one point when she pokes her finger and she's like, oh my God, oh my God. Um, I'm like very dizzy. And then she's like, no, but I'm okay. You know, and she's very dizzy, dizzy, dizzy. And then she falls down. Once she falls down, everybody falls asleep at the, towards the end of the, um, the first act. Um, I... I love the first act, but it's one of the, the hardest acts. Um, but I really enjoy it. Um, I actually done uh, Sleeping Beauty before uh, New York City Ballet. Um, obviously, it's a different production. Um, but I think once um, you've done something before, um, I don't know, from the experience, you take it more easy in, in your head mostly. Um, in your body, you have to you have to push, you know, because it's tiring. But in your head, you're just thinking of really telling the story, um, and that's what I really enjoy about it this year. Um, and then, okay, so I I fell asleep. This is first act. Um, so second act, it's about um, he, uh, the prince. So he comes out. Um, um, he's dancing, all of these things, and then he saw his son, like what he told the story. He said, um, he's like alone, 
And um, he's like, what's, what's with my life, <laughs> basically? And then the lilac fairy, she's like, oh, follow me. You'll, there is a princess, you know? So follow me, follow, follow me until I come out in this. It's kind of like a dream scene. Um, it's like a vision. So what he sees is not really real. Um, so you'll see, like, it's, it's beautiful sets and lights and music. Um, so in this second act, it's not like the first act I come out. Like I said, I, I, feel, I feel like I'm 10 years old and, like, with all this energy. And the second act is completely different. Since it's a vision, I have to be very soft, uh, very light, um, and not 10 years old. I have to be a more grown-up woman, I think. Um, but yeah, the second act is very different from the first act. So that's why I, I actually really love doing a, a full-length ballet because especially in Sleeping Beauty, you you get to... Um, every, every act is different. You know, you interpret it, everything in a different way each act. And um, I love the whole acting thing and feeling all that. Um, and then third act. Well, actually, I jumped too fast. So from the second, from the second act, at the end of the vision, um, he's like, this is actually really funny. There's a moment that he asked the Lila fairy. Um, she finds me. He, he finds me. You know, I'm laying down on the bed asleep. And um, he's like, so what do I do? And she's like, just think. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's what they said, just think. And he's like, oh, I got to give her a kiss. So he, that's when he kisses me. And, not just, and I'm not the only one who wakes up, but the whole, everybody, my parents, the whole, everybody just wakes up. And, um, and then from there... Um, we have to wrap up. Yeah, so okay, okay. The, then the, it comes up the third act. Sorry. <laughs> I'm too slow and too messy. Um, the, the third act is uh, basically when we get married. Wedding. The wedding part of it. Well, I'm so sorry. sorry that we ran out of time and we have to wrap up because I would love to hear so much more. But let's give another round of applause to Angelo Greco and Anna Sophia Scheller. Thanks for listening to San Francisco Ballet's Meet the Artist podcast. For other podcasts and audience engagement programming, please check out sfballet.org explore.